0: Hey, this is Chris from The Ticket Stub. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Welcome Mornings for Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com. It is 9-18. We're uh, broadcasting live. We got everything working, I think, for YouTube Live, Mornings for Lone Star, Facebook Live. Uh, just look us up on Facebook, Mornings for Lone Star. And then, of course, Conros FM 104.5, 106.1, uh, and all those kind of th- places like that. IRLoneStar.com is a cool place. We got an app. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, hold on, I gotta fix the camera real quick. Man, so much going on. What'd you do with the camera, Dick? Now we're on. Okay. There you go. All right. Welcome back. And we were here on Monday, and we skipped uh, yesterday, which is a little odd. But uh, we're here Wednesday, just Sean and I. So make sure to uh, let us know if you join in on our chats through Facebook and YouTube. I got both of them up, so we're good there. It is 9 18. Let's do some normal stuff, meaning, like, weather and traffic. It's 52 degrees outside. Uh, 74 degrees uh, is going to be the high, and the low is going to be 48. All right, there you go. That's it? That's it? It's
1: bright and sunshiny out there.
0: Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. Hey, guess what day it is? Hey, Dick, what day is it? What?
1: It's Wednesday.
0: Okay, cool.
1: All right. So we're here today, tomorrow, and Friday. And later this week, we have a presidential candidate who will be sharing the airwaves with us.
0: Yes, that's true. That's going to be happening on Friday. Friday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, one thing I want to let people know about the YouTube, I'm trying, there's there's like six different ways to stream live through YouTube. So I created events. So if you subscribe to our uh, channel, and then there's a little... uh, bell if you hit the bell you'll get an email saying we're live so if you'd like to be notified of these things same thing with facebook Uh, a lot of a lot of people don't have facebook so they're wondering how do we get you know there you go get access to us live
1: awesome so there's no way i mean we've taken away every excuse for you to avoid us we're on the the interwebs uh, we're on the the googles we're we're on the the youtube Mm -hmm. we're on the, the facebook um we're on the airwaves, 104.5, 106.1. We're, we're just, gosh we're darn here. it, we're everywhere. We're all right,
0: so let's talk smack. Okay. Yeah. So n- <laughs> nothing's really changed. I know. No, it, big things changed oh, from yesterday to right. today. And, then, hey, a big thing has changed. That's right. Since yesterday because our partners are the same. That's right. Punk Coffee with
1: locations in downtown Conroe and Montgomery. Mm, no. Yummy. Mm. Uh, clean sweep office cleaning. Thank you for keeping our... Studio smelling fresh and C three creative content creations. Go to C3Memories.com to learn yeah. more. There you go. But what has changed? Yesterday at this time, Disney and Fox were two separate entities. Now they're not. They are one.
0: Now is Fox News
1: gonna be part of that or No, not the I, I did look into that because I was I was really worried about that. Uh because Disney well, I was trying owns- to
0: figure out why they hired Donna Brazil. And I felt like that was that was Disney trying to
1: no, actually, here's the thing. I, 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 I know it's a
0: soundbite. I don't know it, if anyone knows who Donna Brazil is, but she's a known cheater. Yes.
1: So much like CNN does the America's Most Trusted News Source, which is a soundbite and oh so not true, Fox, is, their, Fox News, their soundbite is fair and balanced. And, of course, that's not always true either. So I think Fox is to, to hire Donna Brazil. Uh, Who was high up with the DNC and and, and neck deep in the Hillary uh, Clinton? Yeah, uh, I mean
0: she got she got caught red-handed. Yes, with
1: the debate issues and DNC and financial issues. That maybe you know by hiring a Democrat, it could be purely cosmetic, or it could be hey, you know we're trying to be fair and balanced. I don't know. I just think it's I think it's cute. But I think it's cute. I I was worried that Disney buying out Fox was like, well there it goes. Fox News it'll because ABC owns well Disney owns ABC. Okay. And ABC News is not Fox News and I really like to have separate resources. It's not? News sources. No. I feel like it is. No. But not the news the, the buyout does not include the news division, only entertainment division.
0: Okay. So there you go. I still don't think I think it's all influenced still.
1: I, I am you can't, you really can't, can't prove surprised that the SEC and the FTC and uh, whomever else would be involved actually allowed this to happen.
0: One billion billion.
1: Yeah, I mean, if having Disney now owning Fox is not a monopoly, I don't know what is because Disney owns ABC. Now Disney owns... So basically, of the networks, Disney owns two of the four major networks we have four: abc nbc cbs and fox
0: well i think that what they're the the big transition long term is going to be their streaming platform because that is the new thing Mm -hmm. that basically streaming has taken over tv uh the way people view things so if disney kind of produces a high quality streaming service then it might be game over for a lot of players and uh
1: well, here's the we're, thing with streaming services, because I've noticed this, because I started looking into that thinking, okay, I'm paying a pretty penny for my my cable bill. Yeah, well,
0: Stranger Things 3 just got announced this morning. I so, saw the trailer. So you're going to be a Netflix subscriber for
1: Well, that's the thing. So I, I have cable, and then I also subscribe to Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And all three have programs that I, I really – I like all three. But that's adding to – but there's some network channels that I like too. So I thought, well, maybe – if I start picking and choosing with streaming only, because there are a couple of CBS shows that I like, a couple of NBC shows that yeah, I like. sure. So I thought, okay, what if I started breaking it down to, I wrote out, down a list of all the shows that I like watching and on the different channels. It's like, okay, what's the co- monthly cost for this channel streaming, uh, for this channel? And it starts racking up pretty quick because, you know, it's only, well, we're only, you know, 10 bucks a month, but you have 10 channels, that's a hundred, which is what I'm paying for the cable. And I get five hundred channels on that one. So for me right now, cable plus the Netflix and Hulu. Now I may uh, thinking about it. See, Hulu has, has shows that I really, really like. I, I don't want to get rid of one of them. Now, like with Amazon Prime, what oh, are with you
0: me? saying are you trying to equivalent to Sophie's choice? <laughs> is that what you're trying to go with? Here? Uh, well, yeah, because you know it's all Hitler related. It's all nonsense. Nice I mean, stuff. I could see. <laughs> I don't really know which one, like, because people are going to have to. Some people are going to be facing situations where they can't have everything and uh, they're going to make their choice. And uh, whoever has the best value at the current time. Well, or you, could, videos, or you or you just work with your friends and say, "I'll do Netflix, you do Hulu, you do Amazon," and then everyone gets to sign in because you get like the two different. And I guarantee log-ins. you, what's going to end up happening is Disney's going to be the one streaming company who's very, very strict on doing that. Oh yeah, so they'll get you real fast. And everyone's like, "I hate Disney. They don't let you share <laughs> their account." Well, so. that
1: and Disney does is well known for that, especially in the theater world too. Uh, if you do a Disney show, you got to follow. Well, that's going to happen.
0: They're, they're going to be horrible at doing it. Everyone's going to hate them. Everyone already hates Disney, besides six-year-olds.
1: Oh, well, now and, Disney's got the Fox catalog. So every every 20th Century Fox, are actually 21st Century Fox. Because uh, they, they did actually change the name. It is 21st Century Fox, but they still show the 20th Century Fox
0: logo. So let me ask you something about this. So do you think when they purchase stuff like that, they're really just looking to rebrand everything in the sense of... Let's redo 20th Century Fox movies. Let's remake them. We don't want to actually create new content.
1: It gives you the option. You can rebrand. You can reimagine. It's like when Eon Productions sold out and Sony took... uh, It was United Artists, uh, the James Bond movies. Okay. And then when United Artists was folding, The Bidding War, and I think think it became Sony uh, who took over... That's when they were able to say, we can re- we can start from the beginning. And think about, like, the Daniel Craig Bond movies. This is what I loved about them. Now, I-, I think the movies themselves fall under the Star Trek movie curse. The even-numbered movies, so this is kind of opposite of Star Trek, the even-numbered movies I thought really were great, which were um, Casino Royale and Skyfall. I think the second and fourth movies, the, the even-numbered movies, uh... Quantum of Solace and uh, the Scepter were just not that good. Okay, but what I loved about the end of the, the the third movie, Skyfall, is it became the old Bond that we were used to. Instead of being in MI6 headquarters, he's now in the little Universal Exports office with the with the padded door for M. Miss Moneypenny sitting out front with the hat rack, playing the theme song. They kind of took you back. So they're actually able to, like, rebrand it. They got three whole movies out of it to basically take you right back to square one of James Bond. So the, the world's their oyster. They can get away with almost anything now. Same thing uh with the, the Star Trek reboot. When J.J. Abrams bought the property and it's able to say, listen, we, we can just reboot from scratch here. So I think the, the Disney buying Fox... It's now they've opened up their catalog hugely. They can start sending out Fox movies, but they also have, okay, we can take this 20th century Fox movie or TV series and put a new, new spin on it. We have the right to do it. And that will see them through many years. Cause think about everything. All oh, yeah, things 20th they're century just
0: Fox. securing their kids future because they, they, oh, they just, don't have that. Well, by now. you know, what just happened was all those Disney executives go, Oh man. Those folks got caught cheating in school, so now it's two hundred thousand. What it was now it's going to be like four hundred thousand to get my kids into school. So they're like, we need to be able to make more money. So we just, let's buy Fox. So in you know eighty years, when I send my great great grandkids and pay them to get into school, they can match the price. It's, it's all about taking care of your future, right? Right. Yeah. Totally. You know, I would have um,
1: thought that they'd have that feature secured by now. But I, what, what I am thing, surprised that it's not a monopoly.
0: Well, um, I, I mean, I think the only way you can make it a monopoly would be somewhere along the lines of what they do in the film industry, distrib- distribution industry, where, like, you go to the big theaters, mm-hmm. and they, if they have, like, 70% or more of all the movies in the theaters and they start dictating what the movie theaters can do, the chains can do, because yeah. they're already kind of dictating But that's for Disney movies, which is, I mean, it's a portion of it. But if they're distributing and it's proven that it's over a certain amount, they're going to get in trouble there. I can see them getting in trouble there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I can also see them getting in trouble is uh, if they start doing more of their streaming service is the only place to get their product. But then again, you can't, I don't see a problem with that. Like if they tell Netflix, hey, you're not getting any more Disney movies or any of our stuff, that's fine. It's their stuff. But then it's also, and no Fox movies. Yeah, but see, this is where I was trying to go with asking what do they really buy because they didn't buy the writers. They didn't buy the creators.
1: But they bought the because rights the, for distribution, redistribution, and... Well, I know, but see, it, it's
0: different because, you know, back, what, 50-plus years ago when you worked with a company, you worked with just that company when you are in the movie industry. You had five movie deals or whatever. They don't really do that anymore. So to me, this isn't really an issue in the future because... Say I'm Aaron Sorkin and I'm a beloved screenwriter. I'm not tied to Disney forever. I can go work for another company and there you go. And like, I'm really good at making stuff. So I'm going to start making better things than Disney's going to be making. And that's why I was, that's why I was talking about how streaming services are really making it a, a longer impact on the industry because they're able to find more creative people who want the creative freedom to work. Mm-hmm. Cause you can't, these aren't robots. So you can't go like give me the, and that's what Netflix. I love what they do is they basically have, they have like some type of algorithm where it's like, all right, who's the most famous be actor right now? Let's get them in any movie. Let's just put them in a movie because people love searching them on Google, you know. So that means they're looking for them. So let's put him in. How about right, let's put in this director? Who are people searching on Google? Put him in. He's the director. Well, we don't even have a script. Who cares? Just make them make a movie and give them as much money as they want. And that's where I mean that's why I'm not worried about Disney because they're not. Controlling the creative process of making a movie or making TV. Not the process,
1: but they are dangerously close to controlling a vast portion of the creative outlet. Not really. This is getting cl- Again, okay, Disney now not owns really. all Disney properties, which is not just the movies, you're, obviously. You're talking about
0: everything in the past, so now it's, this, is, could be a, this could be a renaissance. Well, why did they
1: break up at t over Ma
0: This could Ma be Bell? a
1: renaissance.
0: Uh, probably because some guy was a jerk to some other guy, and they're like, we're going to break <laughs> them up because that guy's a jerk. Well, the SEC I mean, determined that it, it think about the squashed Bill Gates competition. Deal. It, think about the Bill Gates deal. The reason the Bill Gates got in trouble with Microsoft is, I, I think it is because all those memos and emails they found, they were talking trash. Like they were literally talking trash about their competitors and saying we're gonna we're gonna tear them apart. We're gonna you know, we're gonna do all these things. And when someone sees that, the people get mad at arrogance or like, you know what, this guy thinks he's a big shot.
1: But and Okay, then, so when a monopoly split up and I say this with all my business degrees on the people are wall just gonna make
0: me. laws about anything. So it just takes about pissing the wrong guy off. Well okay, what a girl. But the more
1: power you get, like for the bells or um oh uh what was the what the, the topic you were just saying just now. My, my brain just shut off for a second.
0: You talking about Microsoft? Or you yeah, talking, Microsoft.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Microsoft, they got spanked by the SEC because they said, you know, you're not allowing your competition to even have a chance. You know, you're striking all these deals. Basically, it's deal striking. You struck all these deals with all these clones, you know, all these PCs yeah. to run your software and your software only, where you can't run another one. Uh, with... Uh, Ah, man, my, my brain just keeps on... Well, see, what's even strange about saying that? You could, Ma- you could run other ones. You could, but but it was made it a lot harder to do it. Same with Ma Bell when they broke it up and saying AT&T, Mom Bell has to split because you're not letting your competitors, letting them have enough power to even give you a run for your money. So I, I believe Disney's getting close to that because Disney owns all the Disney properties. They own all the ABC properties, which is ABC Network, ABC Studios, ABC Family, And all the other ones. And now they own all things Fox, 20th Century Fox, Fox TV, FX, FXX. Yeah. Uh, But you're talking about platforms. And now, well, also streaming. If that streaming's next on the list, then they can say, Disney says, well, we have all ABC properties, Disney properties, and Fox properties. Who's left? We have NBC Studios properties. and And I think NBC owns Hulu. If memory serves, I believe I, I could easily be wrong, but I'm pretty
0: sure. Or universal, whoever. NBC. Yeah, well, NBC Universal yeah. is, is the thing. Well, see, so what I'm trying to say is they're they're not buying creative outlets; they're buying platforms that deliver content. So, if you want to fly under the Disney thing, that's fine. But I think there's a lot there's a lot of creative people in the world where you're it it could almost be equivalent to like a Renaissance in delivering a cool idea to places besides Disney. And maybe Disney's gonna get that, you know, that persona of like no one really wants to work for Disney. Do they? They suck. Why would I want to go over there? And they pay the big dollars. I'm all for free market. I would love to talk to uh, Chris, know the ticket stuff about it because he's Good the idea. one. That, he's the one that manages a the theater. And if I mean, I, that's the only thing I can see them getting in trouble for in the industry because if they start dictating all of their like movies, which make up like sixty to seventy percent of every weekend release. Then it's going to be And like, it's already All right. started.
1: I remember I had special passes to go see, uh, to, to a cinema, and I took the misses, and we went to go see uh, the Wrinkle in Time, okay. which was a Disney movie. And I proudly presented my passes like, sorry, you can't use these passes. I'm like, there's nothing on the pass that says, I couldn't use them. I, I wasn't causing a stink. But it was like, yeah, can I... you explain to me? And they said, well, this is a special presentation. I'm like, why is it a special presentation? And basically I was told, well, it's a Disney movie. Well,
0: Oh, I can I can believe that. But see, one thing I don't think a lot of people put uh, any foresight into is the power of what our kids are doing and what they're putting, what they're watching, and then the equivalent to the people who are on Hulu, not Hulu, uh, YouTube and Venmo, Vimeo and stuff like that. Because I don't think a lot of people will say, "Oh, P- PewDiePie, who's that? We don't know who PewDiePie is. He didn't. Ha- he, who cares?" But I'm like, this dude has 90 million subscribers. Where the hell is Booty? See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, <laughs> the, 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 Certain generations don't understand it, and we're not talking about what's Are be, you saying I'm old? Well, we're not talking about what's popular today. We're talking about what's going to be popular in 40 years. That's why Disney yes. bought Fox. And I'm like, I don't think it really, it's going to have an impact on the industry because 100 years from now, it's going to be a completely different landscape. Well, to put a button on this... So uh, I, I think if Disney did a, a YouTube, that's when I'd be like, all right, something's going big. Something's okay, going I... Big. I, I I'll agree with you. I think Fox,
1: the Fox acquisition has got to be the last one. If they try to go after anyone else, that's where the SEC steps in. And to put a button on this, uh, so Deloitte's 13th annual digital media trend survey has now determined that more people are subscribing to streaming than traditional TV. 69% of respondents have at least one streaming video subscription compared with only 65%. We have a traditional pay tv yeah. subscription so it's already turning over so i agree with you because i'm all for free market economy don't get me wrong i'm not and saying i, I we don't think the disney down acquisition Tennessee.
0: is a threat i don't, really don't
1: i think it's getting dangerously close i think this is their last one if they try to pick up nbc or cbs or turner or mgm i i think that's when the sec will say no at this point you now have a monopoly so I hoped, and that could be it. Disney could have looked around, saying, "Okay, guys, we get one more major purchase. Who is it?" And they looked around and said, "You know, Fox has, gives us the most growth possibility." But and so they may know full well
0: this is their last growth, yeah,
1: because they, you know, they have Pixar. They, you know, yeah, but see, those so are just
0: creative companies, and to me, it's not—it's not like there's a limited they amount of the, land. They bought the Lucas. Does that make sense? Yeah, but not, they bought Lucasfilm. That's what I'm saying. Is bit
1: by bit. you get more and more and more, and suddenly you wake up, and probably they're all because just they
0: know they can't create anything new. And so it's like, hey, we got to we gotta keep this boat afloat. And Disney,
1: this is Skippy telling you, stop with the live-action remakes. And I say live-action with finger quotes here because, you know, they're saying, oh, live-action well, Lion King. Oh, well, what's strange to me
0: you you would figure the inspiration of the 90s, it, it, people who are born in the 90s who are now in the workforce, maybe in the creative outlet, you know, basically drawing and things like that, are now, what, in their upper 20s who were born in the 90s who grew up with those live-action Disney movies – I'm surprised they're not trying to harvest those people and be like, hey, y'all want to create something? Like, y'all love these kind of movies. We want to create those kind of movies still.
1: Much like the Marvel Universe is in different phases, I think that's their next phase. I think Disney's in phase two right now, which is let's reshoot everything we did, Aladdin and Lion King and all these things. And then when when it hits- Maybe it's a buffer period. Yeah, I think it's a a phase. They're saying, okay, we have these properties. They're hot right now. And then they'll fade out, and then we'll bring in the new stuff. I, I really believe sooner or later, traditional animation is going to make a comeback.
0: Well, so uh, let's. Uh, we have a listener on one of our Facebook. Lives. We have it's, a listener. It's Brad. He uh, it says six companies own all American media of all kinds. And I think what's if you look at it, you're looking. I think if you say those kind of things, you think that's a big deal. You're saying everyone pays attention to just those six companies. But I don't think – I think the younger generation is not paying attention to those things at all. I think they're watching something completely different, what they produce. It's they a part produce. of the
1: squirrel – I call it the squirrel generation, or
0: squirrel over here and over here. And well, I think it's I – mean, Instant gratification, I think you're talking span. about impact and what eye- eyeballs are doing, because Star Wars is always going to put butts in the seats. I think like that, that – Not if they keep on making
1: crap like well, the Well, no, first it's, still, it's still
0: always going to put – I mean, the only way they can do it is they completely go – here they they almost veered off. I'm talking like off the cliff, and I don't see them really doing that unless they keep making movies like Han Solo. Or, or you know, this, that movie wasn't that bad. I was interested to see the sequel, but they're never going to do it because of the online, you know, fan base saying I hate.
1: There's that in Star Trek now. The next Star Trek movie is fizzling out. I'm, I'm saying it's already happening to yeah. where. I, I don't know. Well,
0: what's what's scary? Let's go back to the PewDiePie thing. <laughs>
1: Can't hear it without so yeah.
0: So he has 90 million subscribers. Let's say like half of those aren't even real, and then let's talk about how many of those are people under 18. Probably a good percent. Based on the name alone, I gotta say 75 percent under 18. What happens when those people hit 25? It depends. If PewDiePie grows with them, well, he's doing now. He's doing. He's venturing out into news. He does Pew News. Which is it's entertaining, mm-hmm. and it's more of a satire or like. Oh, it's a
1: smart brand. You got to grow with the audience. Uh, you actually,
0: you should go, type in Pew News. Go to the. How, web- how do you spell P E W? Like pew pew. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, P E W T.
0: The fact that people sit down and watch people, other people play video games. Oh, Pewdiepie with a D, P E W D I E. But the fact that people use their time to watch other people play video games, that that to me tells me I'm completely different from that generation. Because I remember when I was watching someone play video games, I wanted to play because I had older brothers. I'm like, I don't want to sit here and watch you play a video game. I want to play. So, uh, but there's a lot of people watching people play video games.
1: Okay, yeah. So I'm like, so you're Swedish.
0: And I'd be interested to see his real numbers, like if YouTube actually had his streaming numbers, or how yeah, like how many actual downloads, how many or, people are actually watching it, and things like that.
1: But even then, it's it's funny because based on downloads alone, I do believe Justin Bieber has this song called "Baby, Baby, 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 Baby", Baby or something, and apparently that is technically the number one single of all time based on iTunes downloads. Now, you can't say that that is the number one song of all time, if that makes sense. Because artistically, creatively, uh, long-term, you know, on one day, 100 million people may have downloaded it on one day, but then the next day it's gone, so there's no staying power. So you got to look the number one song of all time. you got to look at the long-term, especially with art. Well, art, I think, is supposed to be able to go with the times or, or change with the times. PewDiePie, if he's expanding his brand uh it's kind of like okay this is gonna sound funny but but bear with me a second so it took me a long time to get into the harry potter books i was hearing everyone about it i'm like "Eh, katie stuff and so i started reading the first book and i was like I, i think we were like in the fourth movie in and i was avoiding it. i was like okay i'll finally start reading the book i want to read the books before i see the movies and I found the first book very pedestrian, just very... It was for kids. It was a kid book. It was Hardy Boys level to me. It wasn't bad per se, but I'm like, why are people just freaking out so hard over this? It's like you get owies. For the, you know, no one dies, you get owies.
0: And it was good for like a 10-year-old. Speaking of a... Owies? Uh, speaking of an IP going off the off the deep end, that lady, J.K. Rowling, uh-huh. she keeps... She keeps saying crazy stuff about their character.
1: Well, it's, she's doing a George Lucas, and I'll get to that in a second. But the first book was written basically for a 10-year-old. A 10-year-old could read that book and, and get something out of it. I barely made it through it. It's like, okay, I'll read the second book. I'll, I'll give it a chance. Well, I read the second book, and it was slightly better, slightly deeper, and more dangerous. And I realized an 11-year-old, and I realized that the book's, were aging with the characters because I think Harry Potter is 10 years old when he starts. And he's 11 years old in the next book, and he's 12 years old. And the books were getting thicker and deeper and more dangerous, and I realized that was actually... I was getting engaged at that point. I was growing with the books, and and I think she was growing as an author. Now I think she's kind of doing a George Lucas thing where, oh, because um, she, she's actually getting spanked by the LGBT community. This is kind of funny because a long time ago when the movies were coming out i remember there being a uh, interview with her and they said cuz she was still writing the books and the movie and the movies were going on at the same time and she said she was asked have you ever had to tell a director or a screenwriter you can't do this you can't do this in the movie because in the book it's going to be so radically different and she said yes i can't tell you what it was but one of the screenwriters had a situation with a character that i said it couldn't happen and they changed it and she was very coy And then a couple of years later, you find out that Dumbledore's gay. And I realized, okay, obviously the director wanted to have a flashback with Dumbledore in a a straight relationship with the girl. And Rowling told him, no, he's gay. You can't put that in there. So at first, the LGBT community was just overwhelmed. Yay, we got a gay character, Dumbledore. I thought it was cool. But it never came out in any of the books of the movies. It was implied. And now she recently did that again. With something else where she's kind of rewriting their history saying, well, if you look, if you read between the lines, you'll see that this happened. And that's why that didn't happen. And the LGBT community, not, not, I'm being very broad with my brush here, but there was backlash on that going, why didn't you put this in the, in the books? Why is it, it's almost like you're ashamed to admit it. You're doing it years after the fact and saying, we'll read between the lines. So you, know, you can never appease all your fans, but yeah. she is kind of coming up with some funky stuff. Now, remember, this was a woman who went from living in her car to literally being richer than the Queen of England. So that does change you. It changes people and their perspectives. I hope that Rowling can remember what it was like
0: to live in her car. Well, so I wanted to show you something I found. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we're talking about impact and what these companies are doing, and PewDiePie somewhat interested <laughs> in, right? I
1: can't hear without snickering. So I'm sorry. I found a
0: website that does uh, <laughs> like a breakdown of it does a breakdown of YouTube, like how many people are watching a day, how many people subscribe <laughs> that day, and it kind of it's rough stats. And so let's let me ask you this: So this guy, I've I think I've seen like one video of his, right? So it's going through the week. He on average a day he's getting twenty million views.
1: Now are these like
0: Throughout all his videos.
1: Are these like a view where someone watches the whole somebody video? Somebody clicks
0: play and, and watches watch, Okay,
1: it. so it's not like on a Facebook thing when you're
0: scrolling down. No, somebody... Well, that's what's different from YouTube and Facebook. Okay. You can't scroll through YouTube. You have so actually to someone's click, clicking click play, play to watch click it. play.
1: I'm sure there's like a, a minimum like for watching for at least 20 seconds or 10% of the actual video. Yeah. Cause, or else because... What you can do is just have someone to click view, 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 view over and over and over again to rack it up. Yeah. So there's got to be a breakdown of, of. Well, I mean,
0: clearly there's probably some type of farming going on right. on YouTube or some type. Of as long as it's legal, go for but it. But let's say hypothetically 20 million views a day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What kind of impact do you think that has? It Depends on the content. If you're an advertiser
1: on well, as, as an advertiser to reach 20 million people you'd be paying top
0: dollar for that that's like you're talking on a long. daily
1: basis number of people are, are watching how, how many people PewDiePie watch, that watch
0: how many people watch the super bowl that's
1: what I, I was just going there super bowls once a year that's 6 million bucks a commercial for 30 seconds you get the same number of people uh hold on let's do this hey siri how many people I'm watch looking. the super bowl this year
0: Oh, great. Siri.
1: Okay. Thank you, Siri. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get rid of that. I got to find out um, how many people watch Super Bowl.
0: So bear with me. I'm typing this in. I'm doing it right now 98 million people.
1: Okay. So once
0: a year. Nielsen said. Okay. ninety. So, so it, probably it, more.
1: Yeah. It's rounded up to 100. Okay. J- just for poops and grins. So in one year. Poops and grins? Well, that's a, that's a nice way of saying a, the, the different way of saying it. Uh, okay. That. Uh, it's 100 million people or one or or less than. T- does PewDiePie uh, do daily or weekly? You said that 20 million was every day. 20 million views a day. Okay. So less than a week of PewDiePie gets you the same number of viewers as the Super Bowl. Yeah. And all so multiply that by 52 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. That's significant. So, all you know, I, I got to check out PewDiePie. I, I I have no idea what his, not when I say his platform. I don't mean YouTube. I mean what he's, what he does, what he stands for. Obviously, he's good enough or bad enough or colorful enough to have that many people. But if this is a, America is really big about flash in the pan stuff. You know, someone's number one for a minute, a hot minute, then they go away. And, you know, for one week, someone will get a record. You know, who's the really bad guy that saying Shebang on oh, American Idol, oh, William Hung? Yeah. Okay, for a week, he was, it, yeah. you know, sigh with Gangnam Style. You know, we have that. And then next week, we're, we're, we're a squirrel
0: society. Squirrel. Well, well, I'm more interested in just the impact people have. Like, what is... Well, this is long term. 20 is, million a I day, mean, every day. If you're able to do that, and he's been around for, what, 10 years? That's something? what I'm saying. He's got staying power. If he's growing with his audience, much like J.K. Rowling did... Yeah.
1: Then all power it to him. I I I need to look into him now and see what he does. I, I might uh become his twenty first million or two million and one uh views a day if he engages me. But if he doesn't, I'm out of there.
0: Yeah, I I I'm the, it really it is kind of amazing to me what this guy does, and it seems so simple. And in regards of production. And like what his topics are like, this isn't something where he has 10 writers creating a show for him. And then he only does it four days a week. Cause that's one thing I learned about I was doing, I read a book basically talking about Howard Stern and how part of his success was the company he kept or his team mm-hmm. and how well they all worked together. And they ended up producing something really, really good for radio. And it only worked for radio though. That's what they were saying. Cause they tried. he tried to go into other markets with the same team and it wasn't the same. Right. Uh, or the same impact. And People,
1: I think the same thing with the movie, because it was kind of like autobiographical and you saw how the sausage was made. It's like, no, we don't want to know. We we like the Howard Stern that's on the radio from 8 to 12 every day. We don't want to know your personal life.
0: Well, I don't know about that. I, I, It's just, but then you think about how much money it costs to produce that show compared to like a PewDiePie. I'm interested to see what PewDiePie does and what and how much money he spends on his show.
1: Right. Well, you, you see these, you heard these stories about this six-year-old kid who who uh, has a YouTube channel where he rates toys. Yeah. And he makes like six million bucks a year doing it because the toy companies are listening to this. Like, this kid is our market. Uh, you've Well, you've heard me talk about, I've been listening to the West Wing Weekly podcast, a podcast mm-hmm. uh, about a recap of each episode of the West Wing. And it's funny because I've been binging it. So I'm in season four now. Uh, so this is like uh, 2046, almost 100 episodes worth. I've listened in, in the last couple of months, maybe three months. So, And it's great hearing how it started from the first episode because a lot of people are like, well, it's three years later. For me, it's only two or three months later from the first episode to where it's just these two guys... Talking, they, you know, basically they Skype each other and it's recorded and then they have someone who edits it together nicely, gets rid of the bad sounds and and, and, and that was it. Rishi Heroi, uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name, is a, a podcaster. He's got a podcast called Song Exploder, which is really popular. But he knew Joshua Molina, who was on West Wing, an actor for years, and he called him up one day and said, hey, listen, I just want to do a weekly breakdown of episodes. Are you in? Josh Molina said, ah, sure, why not? How how tough can it be? Well, now I'm in season four of it, and it's grown. They have, you know, they do live broadcasts in Washington, D.C. with thousands of people paying hundreds of dollars for their seats, and they have politicians as the guests. You started off with, hey, we've got Janelle Maloney, who played Donna, as our guest star, and then, you know, in season three, they have Martin Sheen as a, as a guest. And they're like, oh, gosh, we love you being on. He's like, well, I love the podcast. And they realize, wait, you listen to our podcast? He's like, yeah. Well, I mean, you, we got, all you got
0: Joe Rogan, who is probably the top, top podcast out there.
1: But it just starts off with these two guys yeah. with an
0: idea. Hey, let's just. Buy. And so what I did well, is I, I started. Well, I would encourage you to check out the early Joe Rogan stuff. Sp- I, I'm gonna, Sponsored by Fleshlight.
1: I'm going to go back on I that. You about, I told you about that. About what? He used
0: to be sponsored by Fleshlight. Flush light. Flush. I don't want to say it anymore. I'm probably getting in trouble. But it's it's for uh, alone time for 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 adults. Oh. And uh, is it a product or it's, it's a product? Oh, okay. It's, 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 but it, it's really funny because if you if you listen to the early stuff, where he really into conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff, it was fun. And you go, he would have some serious people on sometimes, <laughs> and then he'd be like, Oh, well, let me do my sponsor real quick. We're sponsored by. And it's like like a, I forgot who it was. It was some he he had. A local politician on, he's like, man, what am I doing here? Like, why am I sitting? Right. Next, why am I sitting next to this device? Kind of thing. <laughs> so
1: yeah, and same thing with West Wing Weekly. Their their early sponsors were like for a local thing, and then it's growing to a national product, and then they can start getting merchandise. You can see it growing, and so I'm I'm very stoked about that. I, I'm all about America is being one land of, is the land of opportunity. You can literally come up with an idea and. If it's played right, and if you're smart enough, you can make a living out of it, or a profit out of it, or something. Uh, as a result of West Wing Weekly, I went to you know, the podcast app on my app, on my phone, and I started looking at what other TV show recap podcasts are there because it's interesting. Because you can also you look for the main ones that actually have well, we have guest star. If you can get actors I always from the show.
0: To, I'm always wanted to find an X Files one.
1: I'm sure I'm sure there is one, but wouldn't it be cool if there was an X Files one where Chris Carter. Or Jillian um, Anderson, or one of the lone gunmen was actual actually one of the hosts of it. Yeah, and that's why I liked about Josh Molina because he doesn't come into West Wing till season four. So for the first three seasons, or he's talking about as an outsider. But as they get close to his debut, he's like, okay, now I got to start talking about me, and it's it's, it's pretty funny.
0: Well, oh, that's me. Sorry. <laughs> well, we've been talking for a yeah. while. This is great stuff. Nine fifty four on the dot. Let's take a break. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, Mornings with Lone Star, folks. We're broadcasting live on our YouTube live channel. It's Mornings with Lone Star, and then also Facebook Live, and then Conro's FM 104.5, 106.1. We want to say a special thanks to our partners, Creative Content Creation, C3Memories.com, CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com, all your office cleaning needs in the Montgomery County area, and of course, Bean Punk Coffee, your coffee shop in Montgomery and the city of Conroe in downtown. Two locations. Check them out. We'll be right back, guys, so...
2: or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star
3: is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast. Create your first YouTube channel and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776.
2: Did you know that there are over 153 million orphans in the world today? The sad reality is 99% of those kids will likely never be adopted. Core Love is an organization right here in Conroe that takes care of orphaned children in Haiti, Honduras, and India. We bring the love of Jesus by providing their six basic needs of clean water, proper food, health care, education, job skills, and a loving home. Visit corelove.org. That's C-O-R-E-L-U-V dot org. Will you help defend the orphan?
4: Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Bean Coffee. Bean Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit BeanPunkCoffee.com to see our complete list of special events.
0: Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This
2: is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give
0: away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating, anything has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stuff podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. We're
4: going to ships on the floor if this is a lesson in love, well, what's it for? The heart will remember the burning fire The next time you feel the flame of desire
0: All right, welcome back. Mornings Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. It is 9.58. We're hanging out in the studio. Thanks for tuning in. We're on Facebook Live, YouTube Live. Join the chat. That'd be cool. That'd be cool if you joined join yeah, the Yeah, great chat. conversations on the air, off the air. And uh, moving in, you wanted to talk about something that happened local. Well, yeah,
1: about 3 o'clock this morning, the uh, the fires uh, out in Deer Park at the ITC plant um, finally put out. So hopefully no, no flashbacks happen, You know, no... Uh, the, resurgences. Uh, there are going to be some long-reaching effects. Uh, I know that Exxon's kind of bringing a sigh of relief because, remember, there was a fire in Exxon like the day before or a few hours before and then the ITC fires happened. Um, tragic. Fortunately, uh, with the ITC fires, no immediate loss of life. I think there'll be some long-reaching ramifications, but Skippy personally wants to give a tip of the hat to Alice Richardson, who's the ITC spokeswoman, because she went out there to face the lion's den, the media, and this is national and international, so it just wasn't, you know, KHOU and, and Channel Click 2 Houston. I mean, this was everybody. And, of course, being asked the questions, uh, which reporters should do, you still kind of got to crunch your face up sometimes when they do, but, well, do you feel that ITT should apologize? And to her credit and to ITC's credit, because they didn't release a contradictory statement, she's like, of course we apologize. Nobody wanted this. We have family and friends that live in Deer Park. This sucks. Of course we apologize. And I just thought, you know, legally that just put them on, I would believe that put them on a big hook down the line. Because okay. this is something 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the line, you know, you got one kid getting cancer in five years or school thing, you you know, this is never going to go away for ITC because, you know, the plume is reaching Austin. So, uh, you know, which means uh, they will be on the hook for every, between here to Austin and San Antonio, anyone who gets a cough or bronchitis or something, they they can file a suit on ITC saying it was your product, your fire that did this, and they're going to be in litigation for the rest of their natural lives. Yet knowing that, This woman did not misspeak. She, you know, they did not come out with, she didn't speak for the rest of our company. And I thought, hats off to you. You know, I don't know what ITC provides. I don't know if they're a petroleum company or a plastics company or an alloy or something, but you know what? If possible, down the line, I would like to buy one of their products, goods, or services
0: just based on that. I can't believe you're influenced by other people. Why wouldn't I be? You're the problem with this world. (laughs) Well, I don't I don't kidding. need
1: jerk reaction. I, I, I see what you're talking about. I, influencers aren't my bag. Just because somebody sure? says,
0: OMG, come you to Fry Festival. No. You I'm a the god. Instagram? No, no. Uh, did you see that there's more stuff, speculation coming out about her where they're thinking that she didn't even fill out her own college application? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I really am interested to see after, you know, a year, all that dies down. What really happened with all these people? Like what really went down to cheat? besides the whole SAT thing and then paying people off and all that kind of, I'm interested. We're going to review that in a year from now, I hope. Right. But, uh, you know, the one question I have to ask, and we're going to completely shift, uh, you know, the news happened in New Zealand, the, that tragedy that happened. Yes. One thing that's really kind of got me thinking about past tragedies and how people would perceive it, and New Zealand has uh, a lot of interesting laws and rules and practices when it comes to situations. One of the most interesting one is, anyone that uh, has been arrested, but it hasn't been proven guilty, uh, they don't publish their face. Mm-hmm. So if you're, any, <clears throat> if you're any type of murderer any type of person going to jail, or not going to jail, like going to court or anything like that, they, they don't publish their information. Like, it's a rule. And so I found that really interesting. But the next step was, you know, the leaders have been coming out saying, you know, we're not going to give this person a platform, et cetera, et cetera. So... Why do you think it takes a culture as a New Zealand to prevent and basically set the guidelines for everyone else? Because if you were... I was saying, I kept remembering all the past horrible deals. Like, the one the biggest one that came to my mind was Rolling Stone had the Boston bomber on the front cover. Mm-hmm. And Rolling Stone is known for their covers. That's mm-hmm. part of their deal. Dr. Hook did a song about it. So, and yeah, so it's, it's kind of like... Where, why does it take a good example to follow suit? Why?
1: I have my thoughts on the issue. I am <clears throat> speaking off the top of my head, so I, I may be all over the map, but I'll try to remain concise. I think it took a New Zealand shooting because the American media has had to become, based on its own nature, salacious. Yeah, you know they the, they they are publicly traded companies. They they have stock shareholders to answer to. They they got to be first on the scene. They got to have how such and such can kill you. They got to get the exclusive, uh, or they die. It, it's their nature now, and they it's gotten to the point in recent decades that they don't care who gets hurt on the way. If you remember Richard Jewell, the Olympics bombing, this this is the he was a hero for a day. Because he found the bombs, and then oh, yeah, someone then he said, a suspect. Yeah, he was yeah, a yeah, suspect, just uh, out of the blue, just some reporter, someone's, Oh, you know, what about this suspicious, huh? And the man's life was ruined immediately. And then it was found out he had not, you know, he was the hero, but his life was ruined. You had, um. The Boston Marathon bombing, Rolling Stone put the guy's face on it. But think about it. Remember the two guys that went over all the news going, these are the guys? Yeah. And they were two innocent people? It was this crush and rush to be the first. So with New Zealand's different set of laws, because I also think New Zealand, their, their judicial system, if you remember the Blade Runner, I think he was tried. you know, the Oscar pastorus Oh, yes, the Blade Runner. Um, where they would show footage from his trial and the judge would be saying, did you know, my lady? Yes, my lady. And then you realize. New Zealand courts are the judge represents lady justice. So you're looking at a male judge but saying, no,
0: my lady. And it's just. Well, you know, it also kind of got me interested in their area. That area is there's like, oh, we're not going to give them a platform. I'm like, well, why would you? Like, when when do we get up
1: till now? See, if this is, if this has happened in Alabama yeah, so, or so Washington, if it happened in
0: Alabama, what kind of access would this? Murderer, get uh, his name would be everywhere. Well, his name would, but what access would this murderer get? Like, would he be able to talk to anybody? Because mm. they made it sound like there, no one can interview him and all that stuff. I'm like, well, why would anyone be allowed to? Interview? Well, see, in
1: America, it's you have the
0: right to, to the, talk all you want. You always, want. Know, you always know the lawyer talks.
1: Well, that's the, the the smart ones let the lawyer do the talking for them, and the smart lawyer will say, We have no comment at this time, we look forward to justice being served. Or my client's wrongfully accused. My whatever. lady, my lady, my lady, that's
0: yes, yeah. <laughs> right. Come
1: on. But so New Zealand, with their stance on until this man is convicted, you don't get a name. Now, in America, we we know the name. But I think that's what made everyone go, wait a second. Let's put the brakes on. there. If it was in America, the race would be on to be the first one to do the name, first one to do the face, first one to get his third grade teacher or the girl whose pigtails he pulled in sixth yeah. grade. He was a bad man. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. He All ate, the neighbors. He that's what everyone would be. I think it took New Zealand to, to go, this is how we do it. And it, maybe it gives me a glimmer of hope that someone at CNN and Fox and MSNBC and no. all these places are going, wait no. a sec. You know, stop. We're just. No. Let's not do that. Because I know, uh, are there any U.S. outlets that are giving this guy's
0: name? Well, what's interesting is I didn't get an Apple update about this incident. I know, Right. Usually, I get like the most random Apple oh, updates. Oh, I get
1: you know Kim Kardashian does. I, I'm telling you, ABC I'm News. I'm talking like a text. It yeah. comes up like a text. Yeah, I get the text and the 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 news updates. Yeah, I don't
0: know what's going on with that. Because yeah. I
1: get so. I mean, if you look at my phone here, just real briefly, I get so many. Uh, most of these are news updates. I got Fox twenty six. I got uh, click ABC thirteen KTRK KHOU Click two Houston. These are all. Uh, I I, I get these updates Mm -hmm. as as they happen. And, like, they're all right now talking about um, the ITC Deer Park Fire was extinguished. There's an update going on right now. So I think is there some journalistic integrity and responsibility that's happening lately? It would be well, nice if it would be nice saying, if this was the turnaround.
0: It was saying he was de- he's denied newspaper, television, radio access. So as a country or as a, a, a ruling community, they're like, hey, no one, not even the world news, can talk to these people. So if I'm
1: but they can talk, the world news can talk about these well, know, people, but, and that's so, what they're, they're opting saying. Not
0: to do. Are they saying all the vans are outside and they're coming up to the police station like, hey, we'd like to schedule an interview? Nope, no interviews. Can't do it. No interviews. Yep. See, that's what I'm tr- I'm trying to figure out like which, my lady says no interviews. Well, is it – in the United States, is there like – because I never really fully understood why we're allowed to put cameras in the courtroom sometimes, and then sometimes we're not. And I know it, it's kind of base by base, like of the judge and things like mm-hmm. that. So is any case open for filming, or oh. does it have to be yeah, – goes you request on the judge. it? Yeah, you request it. As a, or or as,
1: the judge or the – if you could have the presumption that I, I can let cameras in here and the judge says cameras are not allowed. Okay.
0: Well, like the OJ trial.
1: Ito was the stupidest city for allowing it to be open to cameras, to the media. That thing was over a year long when it should have been a two-week trial with, with a guilty verdict. Yeah. It turned into it literally turned into as much of a circus as I can get away with by saying using the word literally.
0: Okay. Well, at least a lot of people are learning what other countries do.
1: That's the whole point so. because people go, oh, freedom of speech. Uh, you don't have that. You know, look at the British judicial system. You know, witnesses, uh, lawyers can't talk to witnesses. Before the trial, okay, you know in America the lawyer grabs all the witnesses, and you yeah. know you can even coach the witness. Maybe you're not not legally, but you know it's, it's different. So you can't go to another country and say, "Well, this is how we do it in my country." Well, no, you followed by my rules, and it goes the other way. You can't come to this country expecting your home rules to yeah. to land either. So yeah. I I think we can take a page from the New Zealand relationship with oh, the sure. judicial branch and. The fourth estate, the media. Well, and I'm encouraged that so many American it, which, outlets are following a, it's suit. It's funny
0: to me to see as organizations, it's like you always try to push the envelope, right? So if you're CNN or Fox News, like, hey, let, like this is what we know for the past 60 years is is works for our our cable news viewers. Like, we need to interview these people, and they, I guess, as an organization, they never look at it as a moral thing or as an like a, a a social overall impact so it's like maybe we shouldn't be interviewing these people because i know when i know when mass shootings or any type of horrific event of an evil person most i always hear the word don't get you know we're giving them power by talking about them mm-hmm. and things like that
1: it's and, a fine line
0: and because you are but
1: you have to let the world know what's going on so well it seems to be working because i have no idea what his name is i don't want I yeah i I'm with you. I, I don't care. I don't want this guy to get the man Did Was you
0: actually, let me ask you, when this happened, when you're on your social media, did you see the video? No. I have not. I hadn't seen anything. No, before. I had no desire to. I just saw, I just saw a, like a, a headline basically on, on on a website saying something happened in New Zealand.
1: Yeah, and I know I had the opportunity. I had many opportunities to watch the video. I opted not to. Uh I w- The news outlet I would watch would be the news outlet. Would be Pew News? Hey, PewDiePie may, may hold the key to my heart. The I news, don't know. He, he, he.
0: That's where is that? <laughs>
1: but wouldn't it be amazing if there were a news outlet that at the top of every broadcast, they may have culpa their mistakes from the previous broadcast where they opened up before the headlines, yeah. before you know, saying, on last well, night's like, broadcast, we said that so-and-so was this. Well, we found out we were wrong. New evidence has come to light. And now on with the story. Well, In, I would did. sell my...
0: You get a lot of people saying, you know, we, we're starting the conversation. At least we're starting the conversation. Oh, anyone can start a conversation. Well, that's what I'm saying. A lot of I see a lot of politicians on Twitter, and especially like the Jesse Smollett thing. Someone even said, hey, at least he's starting the conversation about, you know, hate crime. No, he's not. I, that's, I was like, well, that's <laughs> no, kind of a, not. that's not kind of a twisted way. But
1: <laughs> Let's look up Jesse Smollett. I think we talked about it the other day. Look up Chris Hardwick. Remember how yeah, his life clarity, was on the line. We already did that.
0: We looked at yeah. my, way
1: too much. Yeah. Now, but when's Jesse Smollett been in the news? I don't
0: know.
1: Because it didn't. Uh, this is one of those didn't fit the. And it, it was what he did was allegedly did, if proven true. Because no. even I've got to say, I, whether I think the guy's guilty or not is besides the point. He is innocent until pr- proven it. guilty. out. But, but if, if he if he indeed did what he's alleged to have done. That's beyond horrible. It sets so many things back.
0: Let me let me ask you this: the talking points that I've noticed. Let's, let's shift into politics a little bit. The talking ah. points I'm seeing a lot of people talk about. There's three major things that the Demo- uh, the Democrat Party is trying to push: is lower the voting age, <laughs> and mm-hmm. do away with the uh, electoral college. college. Yep. And there's a third one. Like there's literally like a platform they put out. Yeah. Let me think about that third one. I'm going I'm gonna get it we can start with these two. Okay. Now, why do you see all of a sudden – do you think this is just a reaction to them losing Donald
1: Trump? absolutely. Because the electoral – because there's a difference between the popular vote and the electoral college. And I think I told you I watched Adam Ruins Everything, the TV show. And Adam ruining voting. But it was funny because the things he was saying – Kind of reinforced my belief in the Electoral College,
0: and well, I, I, how do, how does one go about getting rid of the Electoral College? Like I say this is something like we we consider as a nation: do we vote on it, or do we vote on people who go in to vote on it? I don't know. I don't know the official. What's the official thing? Because basically, when something happens like this big of a change, I'm always told by one side, "Oh, it's illegal what they did." So I really don't know what's the official way to change our voting system
1: i well, here, hear, uh, I'm doing a Google search, how to get rid of it. No, ask
0: Siri. You know, she's controlled.
1: Yeah, right. Okay, so CNN has an article from March 19th, actually yesterday, what getting rid of the Electoral College would actually do. Okay. We know what it would do. Yeah, how no, do I'm, you, I, do you, I'm do trying to find to? out how to. Is it
0: John down in the records in Washington, D.C.? Is he the one that we had to find a form 102A USA 2, and then we fill it out? Is that what we have? No, oh, there's
1: got to be an instrument for it. There has to be a vehicle for. Abolishing the Electoral College. I just don't know if it's a constitutional amendment or if it's a Senate voter. I have no and idea. And we changed
0: the voting age in the <laughs> 80s, right? Is that when we changed it? It used to be like 21?
1: No, it's drinking age.
0: When did we change the voting age? Because it's not always been 18, has it?
1: I don't believe so because, well, life expectancy changes. So when was, was voting before. age changed to 18? 16- 1971.
0: 1971.
1: Yeah, so from 21 to 18. And it makes sense because as an 18-year-old, uh, y- you know, 71 especially then, you had 18-year-olds getting conscripted into service. Yeah. So that made
0: sense. Um, well, 16, to me, it's kind of strange that it would give a high schooler any type of responsibility like that. That's what's kind of strange Part of to
1: me, me feels, and, I, you know, we can turn this to a whole other conversation, and please, you know, listeners chime in on this. Do we need a universal age that makes you
0: an adult. Well, I think legally, yeah. Because that would make things smoother. I, in the, in the I law agree. Process. I mean,
1: it's I, it's easy to say, yeah, make every... I mean, but, can you
0: imagine being like a 15-year-old and getting tried as an adult? That's the whole point. There's that. or That would just suck. you know, someone,
1: you know... Even though if you're you a crazy person, a, I mean, that was like, you man. date uh, an 18-year-old and a 17-year-old or a 17-year-old to a 16-year-old, you know, it makes a matter of life and death. But uh, I remember I had a cousin who... When he was nineteen, he was a sheriff's deputy.
0: Uh, That's the lowest rank, right? I have no idea. Yeah, okay. I mean, he was
1: in the sheriff's department,
0: and he
1: couldn't buy his own bullets. There, there was some funky thing that uh, law enforcement wasn't grandfathered in that you had to be like nineteen or twenty-one to be able to buy bullets. I can see that. So he was a law enforcement officer. So if you're basically well, if you're old enough to legally hold a gun and shoot it you should have the ability the same why don't you have the ability to buy the ammunition that would save your life especially if you're in law enforcement yeah and so i agree there should be one um where it's you're a child now you're an adult and that's uh for you know drinking marriage whatever you know of course now you can have with parental consent you can emancipate at 15 or whatever, you know, the court's can always step in for the, you know, if you have a 16-year-old trying to emancipate themselves from their mm-hmm. parents. Absolutely, there are vehicles in the court that can happen. But it just makes no sense to me to have, okay, uh, I can vote at 21 about drinking laws. I'm sorry, I can vote at 18 for drinking laws, but I can't drink till I'm 21. Makes no sense to me. I can be conscripted into military service at
0: 18. Yeah, but I can't drink 17, for... Smoke in some places.
1: Right. And, and I also feel, I I and mean, hand in hand with that, I also feel we should, as a Republican, I say this, get rid of gerrymandering. I think it's just horrible. It's stupid. Uh, and it is so easily manipulated. And I think we should allow our, our U.S. territories, Washington, D.C., um, Puerto Rico, a uh, vote and representation in government. I feel very strongly about that. And I know I'm not popular. Well, Washington
0: with- DC doesn't really make a lot of sense, does it? I can see like Puerto Rico. It's Rica. the capital
1: of this country, but there's no representation. You have no government representation. Federal government representation in Washington DC. Why D. aren't
0: they part of the state they're in?
1: What's they're 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 not in a state. They're a district that's untouched by any state.
0: Why it's it's not an island.
1: It's like the Vatican.
0: Why can't why what 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 state is? It's it not like in? we're what? not in
1: Washington, DC, Maryland. It's Washington D.C. Yeah. It's just like a little mini state, but is that it has, just
0: for taxes? Why do they? Why do you think like they came up with this just so it could be? Equal? I don't know
1: because the count. I mean the, the 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 country seat, the the capital used to be different. You know yeah. Philadelphia. You, you know, yeah. so they chose Washington D.C. and it's this little, for all intents and purposes, escape from New York, bricked off. Yeah. Well, there's no federal representation.
0: Oh, someone made a lot of money.
1: You can conscript of Puerto Ricans to. Fight in our military, and they pay taxes, but they have no representation, and on a federal level. And I think that's just—I think it's wrong. And I think gerrymandering I think is wrong—the wrong. Re- redrawing of districts that can suit your purposes. But I do believe the electoral college should remain firmly in place.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know. Take me on, people. Let's have this conversation going on the air and off the air. I'd love yeah. to hear. Yeah, I a, just find it interesting that views. was their
0: big, big thing. Well, oh, yeah, my. it's
1: because that's what to them lost them the election if we only had all these 16 year olds voting for us and if we got rid of the electoral college but that's that's a knee jerk
0: reaction I mean how many 16 year olds have access to transportation well oh that's one
1: more thing voting day should become a national holiday a federally mandated national holiday where you get the day off and celebrate
0: yeah and everyone has what r- day should we get rid of Columbus Day
1: sure Arber- yeah I don't know Arbor Day's not a federal holiday but
0: yeah Pick anyone, I don't care. All right, guys, you are listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We're broadcasting live on all of our ways, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS to contact us. We will be right back after these messages.
4: On the floor. This is a lesson in love. Well, what's it for?
2: Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
4: Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Fives with Soul. What? You haven't done so
3: yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with
4: Soul, Miss Cece Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old school r and of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right. Tune in every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongstar.com.
2: Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self pay patients, we have a sliding scale
0: discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staffs striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics.
2: We have four area locations. Look up the Health Center Southeast Texas online, at
3: hcset.com.
4: Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Bean Punk Coffee. Beanpunk Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com
3: or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available in Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast. Create your first YouTube channel and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world.
0: All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star 1023 here on the program. And we're going to be broadcasting all the way to 11 o'clock on our YouTube and Facebook Live channels. Everything seems to be working efficiently on our end, so let us know if you have any issues. Uh, Let's not forget to take a shout-out to our partners, Bean Punk Coffee over in Montgomery and in Conroe, and then Creative Content Creations, C3Memories.com, and then Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. So, moving on, we had a little politics about uh, moving the voting age to 16. Which I think would be very entertaining for me, so I vote for it. <laughs> and then, uh, call, uh the electoral college—I vote for it too. It seems entertaining. Balloting. Yeah, just let's see what happens. Let's shake it up a bit. Yeah, we could always put it back. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, anything can happen in this country. That's the whole idea. This is true. So let's let's move this, on. let's move on from move that on. topic. I found something funny, uh, uh, ironic headline. Uh, San Francisco moves to ban e-cigarettes until health effects are known. So I kind of laugh, okay, because when I read that, I go, "Well, I wonder what the percentage of e-cigarettes are in San Francisco that are marijuana e-cigarettes." Right. So are those like those aren't the same? I back in my smoking days, I would have
1: friends who bust me for smoking. That stuffs skill you, but I, I knew that they partook of of marijuana, the 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 Mary Jane. Yeah. And I was like, okay, at least I have a filter on mine. Well, no, th-
0: this is different.
1: Well, no, you're still inhaling smoke so into your lungs. I'm
0: interested to see what they say about that. And in their known, like, heroin use there. Mm-hmm. Needle, you know, they always, that's the talk of San Francisco, all the needles everywhere. Well, I'm
1: one of those people, because you see the, you know, like the bulletin boards is like, okay, you can get free. Uh, what's the stuff that gets you off of heroin? Fentanyl? Well, Whatever it is, is. You can get it for free in places like San Francisco. Oh. But not insulin. Yeah. You know, the whole, well, it's a disease. Well, you know what? I had family members who had diseases, but they didn't. Well, their chemo I, I think, wasn't I great.
0: think what was interesting, too, is you take a you take a, a a controlling law like that and you try to apply it to everything you can, and you're like, all right, so we don't know the effects of vaping, but we know the effects of other things that cause harm to you, like drinking and things. Yeah, We know what not vaccinating yourself so does. What, what's the conspiracy theory here? Why would anyone bring this up? Because they're not trying to protect the, the people of San Francisco. I mean, you can't apply that logic. No, and it, it's apply it it's,
1: it's pandering. It's it's catering Ninja. to, there's a health thing. Oh, cigarettes are bad. Because remember, originally it was, we got to tax them so high, thinking that people would keep smoking. Are they not taxing vaping or something? Are they not taxing? Not, not? not at cigarette levels. It's When I quit smoking. Why not? Is it considered the same thing? No, because vaping is not, not coming tobacco, from big tobacco. Right. What? Remember, the pack is big tobacco. And that's the thing. So they taxed cigarettes almost out of existence. Oh, well, yeah. And when that was going down, I was saying when you tax something too high, people are going to stop. You're going to lose that tax revenue. What you need to do is tax it half of what you want to.
0: Yeah. And
1: that way, enough people will keep
0: smoking. Yeah, trick people.
1: Yeah. Basically, that's what you got to do it. Instead of having to where a pack is now eight, nine bucks a pack, keep it at five bucks a pack and people, more people will, you'll get more out of it. So they didn't take that in consideration that people were going to say, screw this, I'll go over to an e-cig or vaping, which is a lot cheaper, and it's it doesn't fall under the same law. So now they're trying to get laws to handle—they're e- trying to put e-cigarette smoking right up there with big tobacco smoking, and they're two different animals, Yeah, in my humble opinion. And, of course, all the opinions of Skippy or may not reflect anyone else's, but there you go. Hey, I want I want to pimp something real quick. Okay. Uh, we, we, you know, cause we got a FODs out there, a friend of Dick and Skippy. Okay. Green Zone Housing, right? Yeah. And our, 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 our awesome dude, Mark Cook, he struck a deal with Chili's. Remember he was talking to us the other day? Well, this weekend, uh, we got two Chili's in the Woodlands, one in uh, Indian Springs, which is right there on Kirkendall and, um, Woodlands Parkway. And at Chili's from 11 to 4 this Saturday. It's, it's just a huge honking event. They're going to have stuff for the kids. And actually, it's this big family thing where, like, kids are drawing pictures and stuff, and they're sending it off to troops overseas. And they're going to have their big deuce there, you know, big truck and, and some events. Uh, I, I hear Mark will do uh, lap dances for a nominal fee. I, I, I can't confirm or deny that. But uh, Mark, if I'm lying, call me right now. Nope, he's not calling. Okay, so it's true. And uh, so the, that's going to be at that Chili's. And then next Saturday, same thing going down at the other Chili's in the Woodlands, which is right there across the street from the mall, I-45, and uh, Lake Woodlands Drive. So I'm going to be there, man, because first off, I love Chili's Buffalo Wings. I, I, I know I get funny looks. I'm just addicted to them. I don't know what they put. I, I What's like, wrong with that? You know, I'm proud of it. Uh, and, I, and I like their nachos, too. Just go figure. So this Saturday, I'm going to be there. Uh, so hang out with me, 11 to 4, Saturday, at the Indian Springs Chili's in the Woodlands. And the next Saturday... The one right next to the mall. I, I had to throw that out there, and I'll be uh, I'll be putting it out on uh, social media when I'm off the air today. I was supposed to do it this morning, but I, like, slept in. So, you know. Okay. That's
0: how I roll. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what's
1: going on. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, what else? do you have anything else you want to talk about? Because I can keep looking for stuff. I
1: keep looking for stuff. Well, I want to say, uh, speaking of uh, weekend stuff, you know, I'm directing two shows right now. Okay. There, there was an overlap because one of the shows was supposed to happen a couple of months ago, and I got pushed back. And that's I'm directing Much Ado About Nothing over at Stageworks. And it's for their academy, so these are teenagers from, like, 14 to 18. Okay. And we're doing Much Ado About Nothing. We're setting it at the end of the Vietnam War. So I'm teaching these kids not only about Shakespeare but about the 70s because, you know, they're, they're getting out there, getting the bell-bottoms and the corduroys and the polyester and teaching them the mindset of, of you know, these guys are coming back from war from not only war, but the Vietnam War. And it's a lot of a lot of fun. These kids put in a lot of uh, hard work into this. Well, that's gonna be up next week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So not not tomorrow or Thursday, but a week from tomorrow uh, at Stageworks. If you go to Stageworkshouston.org, you can get tickets. It's 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 cheap tickets. These kids are great. It's in the black box theater, a lot of fun. But then also I'm directing Happy Days, and man, that is really coming together. I've got some significant talent on this stage, and that's going up in May. And I, I mean, I got the Fonz, I got Richie, I got Ralph and Potsey and the whole group. And these, I mean, a lot of these, you know, they're they're young. They were they weren't even alive when the TV show was on, so they're getting a history lesson too. But then you get some old people like me and uh, my friend Sam Sigmund, and of course the Reluctant Cowboy Rick. He's he's in the cast. He's Howard Cunningham. So, we're all having fun with the generational thing, teaching these kids this is what a 70s sitcom was like. This is what happy days were like. And creatively, a lot of fun. It's really helped me out a lot and just getting creative juices flowing. I got one more thing that's happening. Let me try to talk you into this. So, you know, I do that dinner detective thing.
0: Yeah, right? I saw that.
1: Okay. Well, they're having auditions on April 17th. And so. You don't have to have any experience, per se, but you have to have at least some skills. So
0: this is my advice to the actors who are doing auditions. Pretend to be somebody who's working in the building. And when you walk into the room, pretend to be, like, the janitor (laughs) or the electrician or, you know, like, a UPS guy. Mm -hmm. And pretend to be this person and blend in. And then you go, whoa, I fooled you. (laughs) That might actually work. So the auditions are... Are intense enough.
1: Again, you need to have improv skills. You not necessarily the experience, but you have to be able to think on your feet, and also know that improv. The, the number one rule is you don't deny. It's always yes and. If we're doing an improv thing, and I'm like, Dick, you're a banana today. You have to take it and run with it. Yes, yes and, and I'm ripe for the picking, and you have to go with it. You can't deny anything. And so that's what the that's what the auditions will pretty much be. You know, they'll say, Okay, you're a school teacher on your first day of school. Go. You know, and because this is what this thing is, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a paid gig and free food out of it, too, because if you're the murderer or one of the victims, you know, you're blending in with the crowd, so you get to eat dinner with everyone else. So you have to be able to think quick on your feet, be able to deflect, be able to lie without blinking an eyelash. And so it's happening on April April 17th. Drop a comment on, if if you if you're not a friend of mine on Facebook, or don't know how to get in touch with me, drop a con- uh, a comment on our stream here, on our Facebook live stream or YouTube stream, and I'll send you the, the link for the audition. Okay. But a lot of fun. And I think you should do that. I already asked Mrs. Skippy. I was like, you should try out for this. She's like, oh, I'm not ready yet. So, you know. I don't know when you'd be ready. I, that, that is, that's exactly what I told her, my young friend. Yeah, it's kind of so you should get in on that. And, such, and, and, and slots are bu- filling up fast. So... Let me know if you want to audition for that. Yeah, And I got some listener friends out there. You know who you are. should think about it. It's a great creative outlet. And you can pick and choose the shows you want. So time uh, is bare minimal, Your uh, the impact on your time. What so you uh, that's that's the Skippy Pimping Hour.
0: Okay, yeah, we'll take a quick break. And we'll oh, come back okay. and then we'll figure out what you want to talk about next. You listen to Mornings Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We'll be back after these messages, folks. Thanks for tuning
4: in.
0: Business
2: office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning with scheduled cleaning services such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning. Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
0: A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, a Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org because
3: every life matters.
1: hey welcome back to morning's lone star 10:36 on the spot i think it's gonna be our last segment of the day dick and skippy with you yeah. on a wednesday
0: morning hey guess what day it is Dick? what day is a- a it day. it's wednesday oh man. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a good one <laughs> uh i want to remind folks we will be here tomorrow we have a special guest uh fellow podcaster uh with shrimp tank podcast uh, shrimp tank podcast in houston which is a entrepreneurial uh podcast i love the name shrimp tank because small business entrepreneurship i kudos to the
1: the name choosing there
0: yeah i was on it actually so you can look that up and you can have uh me and my my father and i were on it nice i I will listen shrimp Hold on. Shrimp Tank. Oh, hold on. hold on. Is that tomorrow? Hold on. Am I reading this wrong? No, who's
1: Thursday and who's Friday? Because we also have our presidential campaign. I think
0: he's Thursday. I think the presidential campaign. I got my days mixed okay, up. Okay, so tomorrow it's it's BB, baby. I'm going to double check. i double check because that was really bad of me to do that. You talked about something. Okay, I will talk
1: about it. Well, meanwhile, I'm going to be looking for on podcast Do Shrimp
0: Tank. Yeah, he is tomorrow. Shrimp Tank is tomorrow. The Shrimp Tank podcast. I I got it wrong. So, there you go. You
1: are allowed. You were allowed to get it wrong. So, yes, the Shrimp Tank, working a young entrepreneur, figure out how to turn their dreams into reality. Take a step into the Shrimp Tank.
0: I fixed it. The the
1: Shrimp Tank brings you interviews with some of the most successful business owners in the United States to learn the do's and don'ts of starting and running a successful business. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm sure you're in there somewhere. I'll keep looking.
0: Uh, So, yeah. All right. Well, that's it for today's show, I guess.
1: So it was nice to so have it was nice this to see you. I just want scene. to
0: give everyone a shout-out, especially our partners, Bean Punk Coffee, and then Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and uh, I mean, C3memories.com. It, let's not forget them. Yeah. They're awesome, I hear. A lot of things happening, so we'll be here tomorrow at 9 a.m. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to keep getting notifications on that end of the spectrum. Uh, and you can actually download our podcast later today if you're a podcast person on iTunes and Google Play. We will see you guys tomorrow. but he